If you are a small business owner and entrepreneur and you have been for any length of time, cash flow is probably something that has stressed you out. You might have even lost sleep over worrying if you had enough cash reserves, cash in the bank, enough money to pay the payroll expense in the next week. Cash flow issues are no fun. It is quite stressful to be in a situation where you're not really sure if you have enough money to pay the bills. Today, I want to talk about cash flow management, what you can do to eliminate as much of that stress as possible. So if that is you and you have stressed over cash flow, or maybe you're currently stressing over it, then this is the episode for you. Hey friend, welcome to the Small Business Finance Podcast. Do you want confidence and clarity with your business finances? Do you find yourself up late at night searching for tax deductions, how to track your business finances, or QuickBooks tips? Do you wake up with big ambitious goals, but you end up feeling confused and frustrated because accounting and tax is really boring? Hi, I'm Tiffany. I've heard this so many times from my clients who used to feel this way. They felt overwhelmed about what to do with their numbers and wish they could stop the financial madness. They wanted clarity and the ability to grasp the financial basics to know through cool when they had a question and to stop worrying about owing money to the IRS. But they thought they weren't good with numbers and the overwhelm kept them stuck without any solid financial plan until they realized that business systems are the ticket to gaining financial confidence. In this podcast, you will learn step-by-step systems, easy to understand financial tips, and mindset transformation so that you will gain financial confidence as an entrepreneur. So dust off your spreadsheet, warm up your coffee, and let's get going. I think beyond tax reduction and feeling like you overpay taxes, the second thing that I hear from my clients is that they're worried about cash flow and they're worried about making sure that they have enough money. Uh, I talked to a client today and, you know, he's got a couple of decent, you know, big clients for him and his size business. And um, they have fallen off as far as putting in orders to him. And one of them is in oil and gas. Um, the other is just they have a new product that they've been trying to get through beta testing all the things and get it approved and out the door. And he was expecting for that beta test to already be done at this point. And so he has not had as much revenue as he was hoping he would because of those two things. And um, that is not uncommon. You know, I, I have clients that maybe they've got just a few really big customers that are paying the bills and really carrying the load for the revenue. Um, and then I've got some that are, and they have a lot of different clients, a lot of different customers. And so they don't have all of their proverbial eggs in one basket. But anytime you are in that situation where you don't have a real big variety of customers and clients, you do run the risk of, you know, these big clients of yours having a downturn, having an issue, their industry has a problem, whatever that is. And then that is always going to impact your revenue. So number one, I would say, be really careful about having clients that make at a large part of your revenue. And then I would also say if you're not already forecasting your cash flow, then you should be, you know, really simply put it, it can be fairly complex, right? But in simple terms, what I would say is you need to know what your beginning cash balance is, what is in the bank right now, what money are you expecting in the next week, two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, you should be able to look at your receivables and know that or get really close to it. And then you need to know what's coming out. So how much is payroll? You have rent that needs to go out. You have other software costs or other overhead costs. 
Um, and then you end up with a bottom line number. And if you set up your spreadsheet right, you should be able to kind of track that out and have this running total. So simply put, that is what cash flow management is. There's softwares out there that help manage cash flow and can integrate to softwares like QuickBooks Online, QuickBooks Desktop, etc. that make it a lot easier. So if you have good information in your software, then you can get get information out and really kind of analyze those numbers. But a simple Excel spreadsheet can do the trick as well, particularly if you don't have a really complex business. The more complex business you have, the more robust software that you're going to need. Hey, real quick, I wanted to pause the show to make sure that you know about the two-day business growth intensive that's coming up July 13th and 14th in Northwest Houston, Texas. You are absolutely going to want to be there. We're going to be talking about business and growth and how you can really up-level your game in so many ways. You'll be around entrepreneurs that are just like you looking to grow their businesses and able to leverage from their own experience and grow your business as a result of those relationships. If you haven't done so, go to war roomhouston.com for all the details. I'll also include a podcast that I did specifically about all the details of what's going to happen at this two-day business growth intensive. So suffice it to say, you are going to want to be there. So go ahead and go to warroomhouston.com now, and we can't wait to see you then. Really making sure that you are reviewing these cash flow statements and kind of your projection is important. I would say at a minimum, you should be reviewing your cash flow forecast monthly. It really is probably something you should be doing weekly if cash flow is not healthy. If cash flow is not looking really good, then you need to put your eyeballs on it because the thing that you focus on is a thing that you change. That's just the way that it works. And so if you're looking at it weekly, you're going to have the most meaningful impact on it. What I would say, there's a couple of things that really impact cash flow. Number one is your receivables. A lot of times what I see when it comes to cash flow that really trips people up is that they're really quick to pay all their bills to their vendors. And as soon as they get the invoice in, they're making that payment because they want people to know that they're good on their bills and all is well, etc. But then the people that are paying them, their customers or their clients, are not paying them that quickly. They're on terms and they're paying net 30 or net 60, something like that, maybe 45. They're not getting the money in fast enough. And so cash flow gets kind of backwards in that scenario where money is going out faster than money is coming in. And that can be where you end up having a problem. And so one of the ways with receivables that can work really great is giving people a discount to pay you faster. If you're struggling to um, deal with cash flow, then maybe offer a small discount. And I mean like 2%. Um, you know, if they pay within 10 days or something like that. Or there are some companies that just have a policy that people pay upfront and they don't give any terms. So every industry, every co- every company is different, but offering terms can be really beneficial. And the other thing is, is that if you typically expect people to pay you in cash or check or ACH, then offering credit card payments as an option. There are services out there that will actually take that invoice. They'll pay you the full amount and then they will allow the customer to make payments on that invoice. 
So that is also an option where you're getting all of your money, but the customer or the client is actually able to put it on debt, um, you know, pay it out, and then they're not having to front the entire amount to you, depending on the industry, depending on the business that may or may not work. That's also an option. And then the other thing is, is that on payables, it's always really important, especially if you are a company that has inventory or, you know, you're really buying a lot of things you're doing purchase orders and maybe even have a supply chain team. And and some of this is going to be larger businesses, but when you have a lot of payables, you need to negotiate those things. Um, you know, of course, your vendors are always going to want their money ASAP, but it's your job. And if you have a supply chain team, their job to negotiate those things. And if someone really wants their money immediately and they're wanting it quickly, then they should be giving you a discount to give your money to them faster. Again, a 2% discount on a payment within 10 days. Uh, in the industry, they call that 210 net 30. 210 net 30. In other words, a 2% discount is given within a 10-day payment. Otherwise, the full payment's due in 30 days. There are other variations of that. That's the most common one. I will just say, uh, when you run the numbers to figure out, does that make sense? Does it make sense to pay a vendor invoice faster if they give you a 10% discount? Yes. It doesn't always make sense if the discount's only 1%, depending on what that 1% discount, the number of days. But generally speaking, the majority of the time when a vendor is given a discount, take it because it definitely um, does make more money than what you're going to get in the bank uh, under normal economic conditions. Right now, interest rates are higher, so maybe that's not <laughs> as accurate in the current economy. Um, so you'd have to run the numbers to be sure. And again, it, it goes back to your cash flow. If you're cash flush and you have a lot of cash, then getting that extra discount from a vendor is going to be a very positive thing. The other aspect of cash flow that is important to note is if you are a business that is seasonal, my business is seasonal, where there are a few months out of the year where we don't collect as much cash because people don't need tax returns prepared um, or they don't have as many tax issues in that time. So therefore, you know, we don't have as much revenue. Um, Or if you are you know, a myriad of other businesses are seasonal. If this is you, then what you want to do is make sure at the end of your season that you've got enough cash to carry you through those off-season months so that you can pay the bills, you can pay your staff, your your employees, and make sure that everybody's covered, your rent's covered, etc. Um, and again, you're going to have to look at a forecast to know what's your beginning cash, um, what are all the pits and takes with receivables and when you're going to get that money and the money that's going to go out. And you're going to have to figure out those numbers to see what it looks like. And then you'll know, well, I have 90 days worth of cash or uh, 30 days of cash or 180 days of cash. Um, and then having that knowledge is going to allow you to make a plan to make sure that you're covered if you're a little short. The other thing is, is that, you know, you can get a line of credit with the bank. If you are seasonal and you have that slow season, it might make sense to go to your bank and say, hey, um, I would really like to do some paperwork for a line of credit so that I don't have an issue in these slow seasons. Um, and most banks will entertain that idea depending on what your financials look like and the health of your business. So that's definitely something you would want to look at. Um, and then the other thing is, is that really you want to be building your cash reserves over time. You don't want to have too much cash in the business. 
um, not working for you and, and making additional money. But uh, as a general rule of thumb, you want to have um, at least two to three months of cash on hand, depending on your business and your needs, and then up to about six months. Um, six months is really great. If you have six months worth of cash, then you are doing fantastic. Um, you have really no issues, no concerns about cash flow because you've got enough stockpiled in bank. If you have less than two to three months, then that's definitely a problem. And it needs to be something that over time you're working to build so that you have that cushion and you're not worried about it. Because if you have enough reserve, then that is going to fund future business growth. If you think about it, if you don't want to go out and get a loan, something like that, but you're wanting to maybe do more marketing, pay for more advertising, hire a new salesperson or hire other key people in your business so that you can continue to grow. Well, you have to have the cash to be able to do that either in a loan, a line of credit or cash in the bank. And so the worst position that you can be in is where you've not made the right choices and right decisions in your business. Then your business growth is stunted and you don't go as far and as fast as you could had you done something differently. And with cash being such a biggie, not having enough reserves can absolutely impact the growth of the business and put you in a bit of a bind for future growth. With that said, you know, all of these different aspects of of cash flow management are important. And I hope that this has been something that has been official to you and that you've learned something new um, about cash flow management forecasting and just making sure that your business is really on the right trajectory with handling cash. Um, Again, it's a vital aspect of your business. And I hope that this is going to reduce your stress just a little bit, hopefully a lot of it um, when it comes to your cash management. Um, As always, if you've enjoyed the podcast, the episode, leave me a review, five-star review. It means so much to me and helps me get the word out to other people uh, so that I can educate others on Uh, small business finance and really just simplifying things where more people understand what's going on with their business finances. And if you have any questions or feedback, I would love to hear from you. Uh, My email is in the show notes. Be sure to send me an email. Let me know what questions you have. Uh, I would love to feature you on a future podcast. I hope you have enjoyed this episode. It has been a pleasure coming to you with some tips and tricks related to cash flow management. And I cannot wait until next time.